Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. All 10 of you at this point. I hope that I am bringing you some entertainment during this pandemic. These times are unpredictable, strange, and scary. And not just because of the pandemic. This episode you're about to hear was recorded May 23rd, 2020, two days before the horrifying death of George Floyd, which is why I wanted to add some thoughts here in the beginning. This is not a political podcast or a current events podcast, but nevertheless, I have to add my small, small voice. Black lives matter. Of course, all lives matter, but that does not echo or express the travesties that have come to Black people simply because of their skin color. To the friends and family of George Floyd, my heart goes out to you. There there just simply are not words I can say that feel adequate to give you comfort. But this I pledge I will do. For the foreseeable future, at the beginning of every episode, I will share one of my favorite Black celebrities, artists, writers, performers, or what have you. I was going to say African-American, but they're not all American. There are so many talented and inspiring people that I am going to celebrate. To start, one of my idols that has been very influential in my life, my man, Will Smith. I could literally do a whole episode on why this man is the But this is a folklore podcast, so I won't. But I will share this quote, which has really become a mantra of mine these past couple years. Being realistic is the most commonly traveled road to mediocrity. To Will Smith, I thank you. I am so grateful for your words, for your passion, for entertaining me over the majority of my life. (laughs) And I am so grateful for the example that you show and for the inspiring words that you have said. Thank you. Thank you for making this world a better place simply by being yourself. Welcome to Folklore Friday. A werewolf can be killed only with a silver bullet. Because I'm the chosen one and there are vampires? You are the boy who lived. You made us what we are, didn't you? You in danger, girl. Magic. Witches aren't real. Once the world was full of wonders, but it belongs to humans now. I myself am strange and unusual. 
Well, hi, I'm Megan, host of the podcast, and today I'm joined by my husband, Chris. Hello. And my mom. Heidi. (laughs) That's funny. I thought you were saying hi. Hi, (laughs) D. I'm Heidi. Yeah. Oh, I'm Chris. Yeah. Megan said that. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Did I say my husband, Chris? Yes. Yeah, but you didn't say my mom, Heidi. My mom's just like, my mom. (laughs) My mom. My mom. Mom. Um, and today is my birthday. And Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Megan! <laughs> and um, I'm pretty lucky because my mom's in town. Usually, she is in Montana, and she lives with my sister and her family. She's got four. <laughs> Think about it: four kids and Teddy, four kids and a dog. And Dan's been busy, I guess, because we're still in the. So, so tell us a little bit. Um. Because we're still dealing the time of this recording. It's May 23rd, my birthday. But we're still dealing with the coronavirus. So tell us how things are different in um, Montana versus here. Okay, so Montana has different kind of people than Washington. And it has a different kind of situation with the coronavirus. In Washington, people are pretty uh, diligent about the social distancing and they are we've uh, had more deaths yes there's Mm -hmm. been a lot higher rate of incidence here so it's more frightening and in montana there are fewer um numbers but there is also less testing available and there are a lot of people who really aren't taking it seriously. Like mm-hmm. they're pretty, um, well, if it gets me, it gets me. I'm guessing I'm gonna, it's time it's to go, right? Walk around and get close to people. Right. <laughs> but there are others who are also very careful. And Dan, Emily's husband, is um, an emergency room doctor in Billings. So we take it pretty seriously at our house because he's seen the effect of it and mm-hmm. um, is worried about the number if the numbers get out of control then we're all in a world of hurt and if we can keep the numbers down then they can deal with their patients more mm-hmm. effectively so things are more open like when restaurants open didn't emily say we're going out we're going out we did <laughs> we sat in we sat in an actual restaurant just we're so happy to be there i think they were kind of hoping we'd leave <laughs> but we didn't want to leave because they can't have very many people in there. Is it like half capacity yeah. or something? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so once we were in there, we were like, not going. So we got dessert and appetizers. And, uh-huh. and you got a haircut. That's the thing I'm I got a haircut. Of. I got a haircut just before I came here. That was wonderful. <laughs> you don't realize. And like right now, see my... Look at that. Have you ever seen my toes without polish on them? No, I haven't. I'll get a pedicure. <laughs> these coronavirus issues i know it's quite serious that's really you know people if people have unhealthy feet they can actually get diseases yeah but that's a stretch isn't it i know they're not unhealthy they're just ugly but um that's looking very forward to having a pedicure in like two days (laughs) oh man things are not that way In, in washington we're still on the phase one of our four phase opening. And so what happens in phase one? 
Well, phase one allowed some more state parks and stuff like that to open so people could go camping and stuff like that. Uh, and then it didn't do much more than that. So a lot of just the central businesses are open. Mm-hmm. And then in phase two, I believe hair salons and stuff like that start opening for us. Really? Oh. And I can't oh, remember if it's exciting. phase three or two where restaurants get to do half capacity. But that's, that's our dog in the too. background drinking water. There's not like a weird goblin or something in our Because yeah, he's been here. Yeah, anyway, so what's with phase? Well, sorry, I interrupted you. Phase three. I'm I'm not sure on oh. all the on all <laughs> the exact things in each phase, but yeah, it's a it's a very it's much longer term plan than in, um, a lot of the other states are approaching it because you know, Washington State got hit pretty hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you at work, Chris, right now works at a grocery store, and they're still asking you to wear masks. Yep, we wear masks all day, every day, and we have to get our temperature checked before we can start our shift. Do they, I didn't even ask, in your ear or how do they, or the temporary? No, it's like a, the, one of those kind of, it has a, a little laser gun type thing. So they just hold it close to your forehead and take it from there. Oh, I, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Cuckoo. Um, so the face mask thing, don't you just feel like you want to rip that thing off as soon as you step outside? Constantly. Feels like, like. Yes. You can't breathe. Get enough oxygen. Yeah. yeah. Especially I'm a produce clerk. So hustling, lifting bare minimum, like 40 pound items again and again and again and again. And so you get, you get trying to get the right amount of air. It seems like a task at times. Yeah. We went, we went to uh, Home Depot. Yeah. We went to Home Depot to get an AC unit for my room where I record and I do stop motion and all things. <laughs> it's a really great gift. Um, and we wore masks in there. And when we were there, this guy came up behind me and was like, oh, is this all the AC units you got? And he was like, first of all, he was like uncomfortably close for like a normal time, but we were like, whoa, like, we like backed away from him. And he kind of was like, gave us this weird look. And we're like, do you not understand what's happening? <laughs> It's just, do you remember that? Yeah, no mask on his face, just like <laughs> coming right next to us. So, he was like, like over my shoulder close to me. It was, it was yeah, crazy. I don't even like that during normal times. Yeah, it was really it was strange. But as soon as we got out of the store, I, I took my mask off and it happened to be the area around Home Depot is just, I don't know why, but it's dusty. And I don't know if you've been so... If you've ever been somewhere where it's dusty and it starts raining, it's a horrible smell. <laughs> and so I like took my mask off and I was like, yes, air. And it was just like, ah, it was like, and there was exhaust because it was a parking lot. And uh, yeah, it's not a very big problem, but yes, it's, it's just an adjustment. It's a thing. It's a thing. Like I put my mask on and when I breathe in, it, like my mask goes halfway up my nostrils <laughs> and down my throat. And then I, Sorry. I took it off. And I, the lipstick got on it and then it moved around on my face <laughs> and I looked in the rear view mirror and I had lipstick on, oh, that's on actually my really cheek because I put it back on, <laughs> on, off, on, off. Anyway. It's interesting to see people's mask choices. I've seen a number of people wearing masks with Crown Royale bags <gasps> that they made the, the, it out of. The Crown Royale. Yeah. What is that? What is the, Some I'm, sort of liquor. It's a whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> made like a filter out of it? Yeah, yeah, and they come in these I little like uh, kind of um, fabric bags because they're it's like a special liquor. I think it's either very velvet curious. or felt because I saw one at Winco like that. Also, do you remember 
Do you remember the guy that was Sarah's? Oh, um, dance? Uh, yeah, it's the purple and gold. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Do you remember the guy that was yeah. Sarah's dance partner at that dance festival? Uh, oh, you know who I'm talking about. He used to wear that long black coat to school all the time. Oh, yes. Anyway, I, saw I, him I, know, at, I don't know his name. I can't remember. It starts with a K. But I, he had that long black coat on and he had yeah. a mask on and a hat on and black gloves. And he had this big black beak at, on his face. Wait, normal day or this? Today. When oh. I went to get lemonade. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. I and was I like, know it was what? like his whole body was covered with black. But you were like, I know that. I know it's him because figure. his dad was with him pushing oh, the cart. Okay. And it's I like, thought, Kyo. That's something with a K, but I'm going to mess it up. And yeah. I want to say Kyoto, but I think that's a brand. <laughs> yeah, but I do know yeah, who you're talking like about. My landlord in Hawaii was Keone, and I'm thinking Keone, but. Uh, that sounds right yeah i wonder if you'll listen (laughs) shout out to hi kiyoki i loved your loved your costume (laughs) your safety measures real quick before we switch gears um it's been nice so my mom's in town so it's my birthday and people what are you doing for your birthday i'm like well of all the choices (laughs) you know it's like we can get takeout but pretty much like everything's only essential businesses are open so we went for a walk and that was fun i slept in um showered at like 12 30 and i don't sleep in like oh yay i slept in like i have an incredible insomnia <laughs> so this, this time hasn't helped but it was nice to actually because it's like it's, it's better to get up early but oh, sometimes i'm just tired and i was like it's my birthday and chris took the day off so that was nice but it's really nice right. to have my mom here just because the isolation is killing me like i'm not gonna lie this podcast is the only thing keeping me going just because i don't do well i don't do well i'm an extrovert this sucks i'm not working um i'm on standby so when chris gets home i'm like this leech i'm just like talk to me like <laughs> i was texting my friend because we were gonna call each other I was like, well, um, it's Chris's day off and he's the only social interaction. So can I call you tomorrow? <laughs> Just want to talk to you so bad when you get home. Over 300 years ago, the witches of Salem ended their persecution by making a deal. We made a vow to use our power to protect our nation. Today, we are warriors. On the front lines in the defense of our country. Our training begins here. Welcome to Fort Salem. I pledge to protect and defend the Army of the United States. Dark days await us. We live in a time of ancient hatred and emerging threats. We are the spree. 1,600 people are dead today. The spree are ruthless and savage. They operate in secrecy and are undetectable. How can we fight them? If we can't even tell who's one of them. With storm and fury. It's life and death out there. You think I don't know that? 
Okay, so we just watched Motherland, which is a TV series on Freeform, which is formerly known as ABC Family. Let me check. Yes. And okay, so quick setup. Let me read this thing here. Three young witches with basic training in combat magic prepare to defend the country against looming terrorist threats by using supernatural tactics and weapons. And this came out, it's like, it's so brand new. It came out March 18th, 2020. So this year in March, it's a good thing that they had it all shot and edited and ready to just like show because everybody's watching TV right now. We got a Hulu account and that was like, that was one of the best decisions that I made during this whole thing was to get a Hulu account. But from what, what we can gather is that history like go back to the time of like Salem, Massachusetts, which is like, oh goodness, how come I didn't look it up? It's like late 1600s, I want to say. I think so. Does that sound about right? So instead of having Salem like persecution against witches, so this universe's witches are real, but instead they signed like the treaty at Salem, and now witches are like there's like this whole army of witches, and they use their powers to like fight. Defend the United States, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And they helped in the Revolutionary War and all this stuff. And so it looks pretty cool. Some of the promos are very cool. Very girl power. You have no idea how powerful you are. In this universe, it doesn't look like there's any male witches. I didn't see any. Not at that training thing. It was... And so there's the Army of Witches which there's got to be another name for it, but I don't know. I usually do a lot of research <laughs> before, but we literally just watched it and I looked up like a few things. I was like, let's go. I only get mom for like a limited amount of time. But okay. So well, first, first impressions, how would you describe this storyline to somebody? Okay. So the first impression I got when I kind of figured out that these were witches and that the, there had been some sort of deal made. Let us exist. Don't kill us. And we will help defend your country. We will use our powers for the right, for an honorable cause. And the first thing I thought was Dexter, the serial what? killer. <laughs> and I'm like, he didn't say anything about that. It's really well, funny. That's you, exactly what I thought. Too. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I never would have gone down that path. Okay. Oh, it's so logical because his thing was he yeah. had this this urge to be a serial killer and his dad <laughs> trained him to kill bad guys. So oh, yeah. I'm the person who's going to keep you from killing any more women. It's a uh I just a, like the way you're so, such uh, a mom, the way to kill bad guys. Like, <laughs> well, I guess then do you see it that these witches would just do terrible things if they're if they didn't have this path 
to yeah. helping out. Yeah, like oh. this is huh. the way That's that they get right. their witchy stuff out and like, okay, if you're going to be a witch, then be a good witch. Or maybe you're just thinking power itself and now there's like a way to, to I think it's that. more inclination because like with Dexter, it was, oh, I can't help it. I, I can't that. stop it. And they're saying we are witches. We uh-huh. are not, it's not like, Oh, we didn't just decide to be witches. We are. Yeah, it looks like an inherent thing. Like right. It's hereditary. And so they're saying, and no, we, no, Loki. We choose Sorry, to do good. Like, you know, they're mm-hmm. gonna go after the bad guys as well. <laughs> so. Loki's our dog. He's trying to get a, uh, a tasty morsel. If I say T R E A T, he knows what I mean. But we're trying not to have the tasty morsel he wants is like a cow ear or a pig ear, and it's they make massive. a big racket when yeah. he's scraping <laughs> the goodies off. That's really interesting. I did not know at all that you were thinking that. Yeah, I I kind of figured everyone would think that. No, <laughs> no, you 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 do that sometimes. You're like, doesn't everybody think that? Like we were playing a game and she was doing doodling, but she had one hand up, like she was on the phone. And the other hand, and so everyone thought she was like, "Are you a DJ?" <laughs> she's like, "You doodle when you're on the phone." When it was like oh, over, and we're like, "What?" <laughs> but I, I get, I understand the okay if you harness it in a certain direction, it's there whether you want it to be or not, right? Okay, because the that. lady that was like 347 years old said <laughs> we made a deal, right? with the leaders of the community at that time. Welcome to Fort Salem. It is a solemn day, much like the day some 327 years ago when I made a deal with the Massachusetts Bay Militia. My terms were simple. Honor me. Make a place for me and my kind and we will win your wars. That was before we were even America. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, like Dexter, dad. <laughs> Sorry, it's just funny. No, that's interesting. Chris, what did you think? What are your first impressions? Well, I thought it, I really liked how in depth the story was set up so that it was this the a similar kind of America, but different because these witches were in this sort of power that the the country needed so they're the warriors and stuff and it seems like there's no military it seems like it's just that these these witches get trained and they they're the ones Mm -hmm. that fight everything that seems how they're talking about it i think you might be right and there's no male witches seems like Mm -hmm. and so it's it's neat to see this power dynamic of just all of these strong confident powerful women ready and people and they don't fear them either they respect them so because there was like that moment mm-hmm. where the one a new recruit needed to get a flight to the uh to salem and the guy was like oh I'll, she can have my seat right away and so they're all they thank them for their service they stuff like that like we do with our military so that's it's that mm-hmm. kind of like they're really grateful for these women who seem like they kind of just fall into it. They don't really have a choice. It seems like there's lines of witches and then they have the power and then they got drafted into this. Remember too, that's what just recently happened was there was a draft 
mm-hmm. because this, uh, I guess they're seeing them as the evil group of witches, the spree popped up. And so now they did another draft and recruited a bunch of these new young ladies to yeah. fight and potentially die. They like yeah. fully expect that but, they could die. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we want to say 18. Is that what we're thinking? I don't think so. Yeah. It sounded like they just finished high school. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that the, the three main recruits have very different opinions about being there. One of them is so totally gung ho. She wants to help and literally help. The other one wants to be there. But she wants to excel and be elite. Like she is prestige. Com- in it for the prestige, prestige and the her competition. Was. Yes, because yeah. her mother was very She's high. Like we up. have a, a big, strong family line, and everyone knows her last name, right. which is Bellwether. And I looked it up. That doesn't sound familiar. And so I checked with like the Salem um, deaths. There's not a Bellwether. The only kind of connection to lore is there's like a story of a bell, the Bell Witch. But that's no. I was specific. I was hoping there would be something a but connection to history. Not. And the interesting thing is the third one doesn't want to be there. She is angry and it appears as though it's her intent to put herself in harm's way as quickly as she can to kind of end it all. Because I think her mother was recently destroyed in a battle. I think it had been some time because it like you see her life and she has like a small home. Her dad looks dad. I don't want to say like a drunk, but he's he like, looks worn out. He's asleep on the like in his lazy boy a lot. And she appears to be um, so kind of like the first indication that she's a witch. So this woman comes and she has a rash and then she says it, she actually says like a Bible verse, but it's she's using it as a spell. And then she kind of pulls like a green mile move. And then the rash goes off of the woman onto her body. And then and then the lady gives her cash. And so yeah. you're like this poor girl is bringing in money that maybe her father's not bringing in who knows this, but it it looks like she's kind of the breadwinner at least in some way. And something she learned from her mother who was a war medic as a witch. Right. So this seems her calling, not her choice. Yeah. But she doesn't want to be a war medic. Yeah. She's like, Oh, I'll probably get stuck being a war. Like she says something in training. So that one was interesting. And then the other one, the bellwether where she's just, her mom was like a Abigail commanding officer and everything. And uh, then the other one I thought was interesting too, Tally, because she volunteered to be in it. She didn't have to take it because there was like some notes Mm -hmm. to something her mother had done so that she wouldn't have to get drafted if she didn't want to or something. Yeah. But she, there's like tension because you see her like watching the news and her mom's like, well, you're just going to go kill yourself anyway. So wow. Well, well, you know, she's like very upset with her that she's doing this. And then she's like, mom, I want to help. There's like bad things happening like all over. Um, and you find out, okay. So to put names on, there's Riley, who's kind of like the anti-hero. She doesn't want to be, there's Tally. And then there's Abigail. And was it Riley? Riley um, was the blonde with the braids. I thought they said Rick. Or maybe I'm saying it Rael. Sorry, you're Rael. right. Because I thought at I first said they Riley. said Rael. It's Rael. Rael. So Rael, right. anyway. Rael. So there's Rael. Rael. And then Tally. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the altruistic right one. She wants to help. She we find out to... that she's in a community where there's no men. And there was this like weird name I'd never heard before. Is that a thing, baby? Not just something. Or did they just make that up? I'm going to look it up. I think they probably made it up. But matriarch is woman. So I'm like. And it was like matrocentric or something. Yeah. She was like, I'm at a baba. I grew up on a matrifocal compound, so it's really far from the city. A what compound? Matrifocal. No dudes, like ever. And they're like, wait, 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 go back to the no dudes part. And they're like, for real? That was kind of interesting because it's like, it's dropping seeds that this universe is different than, this world is different than what we know. So there's, there's things like this that exist. And so I think it did a good job at kind of like hinting that certain things are are happening differently but it didn't like fire hose us with like too much information it was like it's teasing us because here's an here's a prediction we'll see if i'm right or wrong i think the girl who doesn't want to be there is going to emerge as the most powerful i think it's It's a pretty common gift or her we already got some hints that at least the three of them together are turning out to be a really powerful Together, even, even though they're well, what do they call their? They have to. They all, they're all put into groups of three, and they don't choose their group. Uh, and I forget what they call I, those. It's groups. like a class. I think they say it's like a class. That's the only thing or I didn't take notes on. Or, yeah, yeah, they're units. They call them the units. units. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to rise up with your unit in order to pass boot camp and stuff like that. You can't just do it as an individual, right? Because Blondie rail is kind of she like skips some training mm. and if one person in your unit it's okay my mom's stomach is growling and she's like <laughs> nervous. i'm she afraid keeps going, it's gonna get what is out. happening like, it's okay uh, it's, i ate bacon and my stomach's <laughs> going more more please <laughs> <laughs> that's my oh god just like loki <laughs> sorry you know what was interesting about that uh the conversation about her coming from and no dudes is that they were like, oh, well, are you a virgin? And she's, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they Loki. started talking about their marks because they all had these these marks on different. It was the same mark, but they all had it on different parts of their body. And I guess once you lose your virginity, your mark gets all shiny. Yeah, because she like for, they showed the tally and hers was just kind of like a black mark assuming it's a witch's mark because that was like a common trait in witch lore if you if you had a mole or a birthmark bad news and you'd had no foundation so i'd be in big trouble i got a big spot on my my shoulder and so yeah they were saying and so the girl's like oh it changes when you have sex for the first time and she showed it and when the light hits it it's like shiny it looks like, like, like a- metallic yeah or something like so they all have their witch marks like somewhere on their person and i, I found it, it the one thing that i was like mm, that's a little heteronormative is when she's like oh there's no dudes so are you a virgin it's like well what does she also like dudes did I, you hear that your stomach <laughs> i found that, that really hurt bad. a little heteronormative but later we find out that rael is, is this on uh-huh oh sorry it's, it's editing what do you mean oh it's I didn't. Okay. I, you're not supposed to ask if something's on when it's on. You're yeah. supposed See, to know. It's here. I'm okay. got, I got it. So I, I found that a little. Yeah, I found that thought provoking. But later we find out that Rael is into the ladies, and I thought they did it in like 
it did it in a good way and I'll, and but I knew that there would be a purpose. So you find out that she her and this other soldier who was gosh, what did she say? I'm necro. Is that what she said, babe? Necro. Yeah. She does something with the <laughs> something with dead bodies. Something with the dead. She's like, oh, they like to keep me away from the the general and like the general population. And then when we were talking yeah. about it, I was like, what? She can't like raise people from the dead. And <laughs> yeah, because like all the other parts <laughs> where they're making tornadoes from nothing or changing how they look by putting a, one of those cigarette burners to their face. That's all perfectly normal. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, they can't make people come back well, to life. Like yeah. just how Chris was saying, like they're... <laughs> I don't know why, but I wish I wish I had recorded. And you're like, who are you to say what's possible? Because I was like, they can't bring people back to life. Yeah, because you get to now decide what is impossible in this witch story that's brand new to you. Like, there's no way. Mm -mm. I know which law. (laughs) Well, there's probably a policies and procedures part in the witch manual, and it says the things you can do. You you can't. It was just funny. It was like. People coming back to the dead? Nope. Things you can or can't do, just the possibilities of it, I think, maybe might be a thing here. Tornadoes? Totally plausible. Yeah, that was my thought. I was like, okay with them creating tornadoes and like all these other things. And I was like, bring people back to life. (laughs) Which is silly because that's in the realms of the supernatural. Anything's possible. So I'm curious to see what that branch of the military does. Yeah, it's interesting because they had their... They make sure to keep them separate because it's like yeah. Some, she didn't have a unit. She works solo. Weird. Yeah. Um, and then we find out that she is part of the spree. I don't remember this lady's name. I'm so not I don't prepared either. But she's one of the bad guys. And I mean, and you called that. You were. I was like, I think they're gonna like each other. And then you were like, I think she's bad. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it's kind of like you say that. You said yeah, that I at did. Some point. I'll take credit for that because. <laughs> I thought that she was opening up because they were attracted to each other. And I thought, oh, that's sweet. Maybe in the real world, she didn't feel free to do that. And then- Shouldn't you be in training? Shouldn't you? I'm Scylla. I'm real. And this person that she's attracted to is a jerk. And she's going to find it out sooner or later. And so it feels yeah. sad that she has this attraction and it's not going to end well and the audience knows but she has she no idea come with me i'm i'm all gross no you're not live a little okay <laughs> okay where are you taking me <laughs> you'll see <laughs> no she's yeah. like a sleeper spy that of. she'd fallen for this person who works for this brie that at the very beginning of the episode episode it shows her at what, what seems like a mall and she is doing a spell that then gets what we later find out is 1600 people to just go walk up and jump to their death oh yeah that scene was done really it was very interesting and it could have been really gruesome but you know me i'm not into like we 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 get it if there's like bleh, like somebody's skull cracking open i'm gonna be like oh, i don't want to see that but i see how it can be potent and interesting but i thought it was a really good way to because that's the scene that opens the story this girl says the spell and then you see people like falling but you don't see people like bleh, like you know it's not blood spattering everywhere i thought it was done tastefully because it gives you this sense of 
this horrific thing that's happening. There's just bodies and bodies, bodies dropping, but right. it didn't hit you. It without was the gore, gruesome. Yeah. Just the idea of the horror of it all without the details. Yeah. So the, the spree is like an interesting piece that we're just slowly finding different bits of information about. We are the spree. 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 Out. So I'd be interested to know what you two think, uh, what information that we've actually gleaned from it, that mm-hmm. what the spree would be all about. Because I remember another part of that where they were saying that they were saying that they, they, they're trying to make it so that witches aren't becoming these armies for different nations and that the witches should hmm. be free and not a part of this okay. uh set up an association to fight each other and then they go but that's all a lie to cover up what they're really doing which is this like bringing some sort of end or something i got that's with the spree like yeah the end of things yeah i do remember bringing about the end but i didn't remember so they are trying to destroy the forces that fight against them but they're not going to be uh blatant about their intent so Uh they're they're um like some politicians pretending they want peace and they really just want to reduce the military strength so that they can more readily conquer that's it because it's like if you take out these certain things then they're gone and you can now create like a new world but gosh the violence they're just they're removing obstacles to their end game yeah i mean 1600 people at a mall don't seem like it's like like really super like terrorist type acts that make you kind of go oh i don't know that we should be on the spree side at all but then you sort of question it because the whole matriarchal setup that is the the witch army right now seems Mm -hmm. like there's something there's like an undertone to that too that you know some of them don't entirely trust so it's all very interesting like all these secrets on both sides yeah that that was starting to find out you're just opening it up gradually you're just getting little clues to what's really going on i hope it doesn't turn into like lost remember when we watched all those episodes of Lost, and it was really cool through so many seasons. And then it was, then it was oh, I told Lost him, spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I won't give any specifics. In case you missed that one. Oh, I think everyone knows. A decade knows, ago. Everyone knows what happened with Lost. So many people were upset about that. I didn't that. even see it, but I know what happened. It's, yeah. It just got so unreal. It's like, it just kept building and building, and then it was like, actually, to go on another tangent, sometimes I think that the whole lost thing where they were, I told him this, but the truth is da, 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 this. And then when you say, I told him that the real truth was that, da, 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 but it's not, it's just like plan D. Yeah. And it, like lost is on this desert Island and survivor is like, like when you're watching survivor, they're always telling each other lies and pretending they're in alliance, but oh, they're funny. not really in an alliance <laughs> with this one. They're in alliance with this one. And by the way, are you kidding? Ozzy was on there, what, four seasons and never actually won? I don't watch uh, Lost. My grandkids. No, that's not Lost. That's Survivor. And I meant Survivor. My grandkids say, Grandma, come watch the season. Your boyfriend's on. And it's Ozzy. So that's if you're so ever watching Survivor, root for Ozzy. <laughs> Go for Pedro. And essentially what 
Heidi is saying is that Motherland is basically a combo of Survivor, Lost, and Dexter. There you go! <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that in there. Oh my gosh, Each that's so but not what way I more women. <laughs> Pretty much all women. All women. Take all those things, get rid of the guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, did we even see a male speak in that pilot? Oh my the God. dad. Yeah, the dad. The dad. The, the dad. guy at the airport counter. Oh, I mean, the Abigail's Bellwether's, yeah. Uh, okay. Bellwether's boyfriend, who she just oh, yeah. put a spell oh, on him and right. told him to go away. And he's he like, oh, come on, baby. I have to see you. And then she yeah. like spells him. Yeah. So like each character's introduction was kind of interesting because you see. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, so there was Rail, who you see her do the spell to like take this woman's rash. And then Tally, you see this kind of like argument with her mom where she's like, you don't have to do it when the call comes. Just don't say the words. And she's like, I'm doing this. I've put a lot of thought into it. People are dying. I, I want to help. I've made my choice. Yeah. And you don't really see her use her powers, but you see her intention. And then Abigail, she's like, boom, I'm a power play. I know what's up. And her boyfriend is like, no, I have to see you. And I do think it's interesting on the show they they do this kind of like echo with their voice and that's how you know that they're saying a spell i thought that was like a really clever editing thing because huh. it clues into the audience oh they're they're doing something kind of witchy right now and that was and because you see her say like i need to see you this can't be the last time listen she's like you should go now and he's like i'm gonna uh, okay i'm gonna get going and that clues you and you're like, okay, she just like did a spell. And so that was interesting. It felt a lot like uh, the force. <laughs> she yeah. kind of did the whole, oh, oh, so, these, you know, these aren't the droids, droids you're looking for. And he was like, yeah, I got to go home. Yeah, that's okay. true. There's another, there's another show that's like. Yeah, a little bit Star Wars. A little bit Star Wars. Little bit. I, so what was interesting, um, one of the things I thought was interesting is the way they get called or whatnot I guess it was at midnight, this like thing starts like sparking in the air. It kind of gave me a Harry Potter vibe with the the letter. Oh, and God, and dude. then it's like, it's basically their dog tag. But as it's like forming, it's like a little ribbon and their dog tag, which is round. And I think it has a pentacle on it and their yeah. name. Just like a little emblem token type mm -hmm. thing. On one side. And then the other side is like their name. And as it's going, they're saying this oath. And from what we gather, if you say the oath, it just like it magically binds you to the army. I thought that was really interesting because it's like no matter where you are at midnight, because if you're working with witches, do some witchy stuff. All enemies, foreign or domestic, I will faithfully serve and obey the rules and articles for the government of the army of the United States. All secrets keep. All lawful commands willingly perform as dictated by the Salem Accord. Like it was their version of a contract. That's like what magically binds them. And then they go to this. Yeah. So their basic training and their units, they do rigorous like physical stuff. But then I think a part of their power is they have to sing. And so it was just, it's playing with the idea that they can do certain things with their their voices yeah because i think it's going to show another prediction i think <laughs> it will show that it's their diversity that gives different kinds of strength to create that perfect triad right right yeah and and they put a lot of emphasis on another training moment uh, about 
their voices where they're like, if you lose your voice, then you lose your power. And that's a way to stop someone else too, is the, if you take mm-hmm. out their voice that they don't, don't have any power oh. against you. And so I think it seems like from what we're getting so far is that a lot of their ability to do magic comes from them doing these vocal things. Yeah. Like that other movie. Listen, Oh, uh, <laughs> the little mermaid. <laughs> she couldn't even get through it. I thought you were going to do like. So if Ursula is, is there, she can just take the, the witch's voices and she's like, I've got them now. <laughs> and they just come up like, I'm mute. I mean, Ursula's a witch. She so is a witch. She knows she's what she's doing, taking witch. voices and stuff. There you go. Um, one thing I was going to mention. So there's some lore. You know the you picture the devil's pitchfork. There's like some lore saying that it's actually a tuning fork, and at like certain frequencies, <gasps> it can be <laughs> it can be painful to supernatural creatures. So that's that's something I was kind of thinking about. And then okay, so like. I don't remember who said it. One of you said it, that these, these units, they're assigned and they can't really get out of it. Cause there's, so Rael is like off and she got in trouble. She got a demerit. And then Abigail's like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. This affects all of us. So she goes to the head honcho. Who's like been around since Salem. Like my mom said, 300 yeah. and something years old. 47, 347. 300. <laughs> the general. The general. What, what was her name? General. <laughs> general Dingo. That is my brother. Oh, Loki. Loki freaking Maybe out. Maybe bring Odin. I doubt it. Loki, it's Emma. Hi, Zav. Hey. Hi, honey. We're just finishing up. <laughs> We're just finishing up a podcast right now. We'll be re- any chance. Have you seen the show Motherland? Okay. <laughs> I don't think he'd want to watch a thing that was mostly... Why? They're all ladies. Yeah, but they're powerful ladies, not You're like... saying that your son doesn't like powerful ladies? Uh, no, I think he just likes a different kind of movie. Okay, I was like... <laughs> of course he likes powerful ladies. He likes us. <laughs> <laughs> you said it questioningly like... Well, like, I didn't. Uh, I have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. You're stuck, but you don't have to like us. All right, we'll be, we'll be quick, though. Thank you for coming, Zeb. Okay. All right. We'll be quick. Okay. So a couple things. Um, Oh, yeah. The general's name. What was the general's name? Do you have it? I don't know the general's name. It's okay. It's like, I don't remember her name, but it's it's not relating to anything with Salem, which is too bad. But something interesting happened. So when Abigail goes to the general to ask to be reassigned, there's like all these like random women working old ladies, old ladies like oh. working in there. And she goes, I'd like to be reassigned. It's like, <gasps> they all look up and then they do this. Um, they like chutter. Yeah. Like, yeah. They chutter. It's weird. just like a little, like, yeah. It's like almost, a squirrel. It's like tutting, but it's like, yeah, it's like that. And they're, they all are doing it in unison and it's super creepy. And you can just tell, and she's like, Oh, I did something I shouldn't have. I want to be reassigned. Your request is denied. You're lucky I don't call your mother about this. 
get out of my sight. That, that yeah. whole speech. General that. Sarah Alder. There you go. Sarah Alder. She looks, that's well cast. She just looks like she can. Stern. Yeah, like she can Powerful. command power. And so. Also, that was a, apparently a really huge no-no to not not want to be part yeah. of your group. Like why they, it's kind of like, oh, so maybe she's a little bad, but you're really bad for wanting yeah. to dis- yeah. Discount. And she's, she's like, like, you're lucky I don't tell your mother exactly. about Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Ooh. Like, ooh, so embarrassing. Yeah, I was you're like, awful. I think they refer to each other as sisters. Um, so that's interesting. And Sisters. 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 She wore the dress and I stayed home. <laughs> Sisters. Sorry. White, White Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh. uh, I have a couple friends that are paternal twins and they'll sing that song sometimes <laughs> but um where was I? okay there was the tutting I okay thought- so did you want to say anything about their hair like the one girl the blonde rail <laughs> she had some weird hair yeah, going about on costume. There. well i actually kind of liked it i like okay so she kind of had like half oh down and like half braids i like the half and braids versus the Mm-hmm. Have you seen it where people like shave half their head? Right, right. You know what I want to see? What do they look like in a few months when it's growing out? Like that's yeah. like, are you just committed to the shaved head thing, or does it come when it like? How about when it's like near your ear? It's just such well, a that, bad choice. I it's don't know. a, it's a, it's a huge commitment. I guess is what it is. When, when so you much get hair. Yeah. yeah, but hers was just braided. Yeah, so braided, I'm saying I like the braided. that um, dramatic look. But like I'm tough. possibly it was shaved. So, but. Uh, they're going to show her in a future episode with her hair all down and lovely. Um, so, <laughs> Or a flashback, and that's how you know that it's... I, I have a feeling she started, started dressing that way like after her mom died. That's yeah. what I think. She's, I thought the costuming was pretty good. They did a good job at creating like good. a different universe. The, the, um, the army stuff looked nice. It looked better than what I see. It, it didn't look like... It wasn't like camo. Yeah. They they put time it and effort. They had like jackets very and tailored. Yeah. And it was more like, like officers. Yeah. They they all had these jackets. Yeah. I'd wear that jacket. It, so I thought that was unique. They made things. And when you see the flag in the show, instead of stars, they're like little, um, is it pentacles or pentagrams? I don't know. I thought it was bats. <laughs> you thought it was bats? <laughs> Pen. I want to say it's pentacles because that's what's on like a tarot card. Yeah, it's a pentacle. Pentacle. Yeah. Thank you, tarot. So overall, I thought it was really good. It ended on a note where Rael is going to her her lover, and we know that it's a member of the spree. And so yeah. it's a good, like as far as a pilot goes, I thought it did really well because it engaged me. And when you end on a cliffhanger, I, it could be the simplest cliffhanger. And I'm like, I gotta know. Right, right. So that's the good part is because this isn't a something I would have picked when I was looking through Netflix or anything. Um, but I'm curious as to how it's going to develop. And I want to see her with her hair down and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're such a mom. Like I just think you like pretty with that's, your that's, hair that's down. It. Maybe curl. I don't know if she'll become class. powerful or beat the spree, but I just want to see her with her hair down. See her with her hair down. Well, one thing my mom said when the episode ended, she was like, "I feel sad. I feel sad for this girl." Can you see that? Because she's gonna be betrayed, and she doesn't even know she it. She doesn't know it. She's falling in love with a bad guy. 
girl oh, and me. so she's unaware but she's unaware and it's like oh that sucks <laughs> one thing i i did think my impression was it was done well for a pilot it gave me enough to to be like interested like little teasers right. like oh i work with the dead what do you mean you work with oh. the dead like and there was there was just enough there where i was intrigued i'm intrigued yeah. like because usually if there's wishes and i'm like I'll, I'll watch it but if it's dumb i'm not going to but there was enough here where I'm, I'm curious about this world we know that there's plans they've already infiltrated the spree yeah. is there there's there's enough where i'm at fort salem at fort, fort salem, salem. motherland fort salem is what the full title is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because there's another show called Motherland, which is nothing like this. And I want to see, like, the Necro. Like, I I want you to know that I knew when she said she was with Necro, I knew what that meant. Because I once took an abnormal psychology class. And for extra credit, oh. I could do a report on some abnormal that. psych thing. So I picked necrophilia. So I, I know. Of course. Oh. She picked, and I, my, my mom says the darkest things. Just, like, so It's offhand. very interesting. Because... Just at what is very interesting. <laughs> Why, of course. I know. That's what I'm of saying. Of course I picked necrophilia. <laughs> because that's my mom. She's like watched court TV and was always, did you hear about this serial killer? I'm like, no. She's like, no, I was I... reading the obits the other day and yeah. I, uh, you were hooked on suicides for a while. You're just drawn. Those are like, to, like it's all what, what can you things. prevent? Did you know? You should have a podcast. You can talk about all the stuff that scares me. I don't think you so... can prevent necrophilia at all. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. T- why did you bring that up? I'm just because you're like, and of course we, we cut you off because it's such because a I thought that drop. maybe after it was over, you would say, Hey mom, when that girl said she was with <laughs> Necro, do you know what that means? And I wanted you to know that I she know knew. what, like she I knew. immediately knew. knew well, there's necromancy. And I think that's what this is referring yeah. to. Necromancy, bringing someone back from the dead. Oh, well, I, I know that necro means dead, so. Yeah. Well, so you know that necro means dead, so you weren't like, oh, she's sleeping with corpses. <laughs> like, yeah, I knew it wasn't necrophilia, but there, I, I think she's somehow going to try to suck power out of dead people. Oh, that's that's a good prediction. Because they have strength well, I mean, that are. I wasn't expecting that. She's at Fort Salem training as, a, as some sort of necro. Necro. So oh. there's so some, we know that something she's good she wants at from something. dead people. Or that she can do. Maybe. I, I want to say that she can get information. So I, I something like to them funny. or from them. Yeah. 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 Something to them or from them. I, Not sorry. just their gold I remember tape. when you did that project on Nick. Yeah. Because you said you oh, like. I got an A in that class. You found more online than you <laughs> felt was legal you're like oh my gosh oh my gosh i found a yeah like chat room and i was like ah like because i was like 13 i was like gosh did you know that a lot of people that have that like seek out jobs at in a like a funeral home uh yeah so they have yeah some victimless partners Um, isn't that gross i only know that because we watched one cop show and they were like you're disgusting (laughs) like yeah um okay so overall thoughts for me, I thought it was a really great pilot. Like I said, what about you, Chris? I I liked it. Yeah, it was a good watch. Are you gonna watch? Would be you interested in watching more? Yes. Yeah, another show for quarantine. Yeah. What about you, mom? When the yeah, grand kids are asleep. Yeah, on the grand definitely. Uh, that's when I watched Tiger King. And so this would be <laughs> a thing to watch after they're in bed, and I can shut my door, put my headphones on. But yes, I have. Um, burning questions so that you want yeah I want to see your hair 
That's so funny. And I, I, I just thought this would be fun to watch Motherland with my mother. My mother. Yeah. He said, do you want to answer a couple questions? Sure. Can you come over here? Okay, so now I, since Zeb came in, I want to ask, um, does everyone have a favorite witch, like from a movie or a TV show? Oh my gosh. Oh, come on. Think about it. You can Out think of all of my favorite witches. <laughs> um, I wish you could I don't see. know. Okay, well, let's... Not let's, very witchy. Let's think about some of them. Okay. Um, I like Sabrina from the new show. That I would have to say she's my favorite. From the new show, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, but we have, okay, so there's the Wizard of Oz, which I'm melting, classic. There's the witches. Did you ever see the witches? It's like Roald Dahl. Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Angel, Angel, Angelica Huston, Houston. Angelica Houston? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She was on that, right? I they like, can... creep me out. Did you ever watch <laughs> Hansel and Gretel, the... The new one. Hansel oh. and Gretel Witch Hunters, I think you it's called, would, or something like that. With Jeremy Reiner? I love it. Yeah, yeah. The witches in that, that I thought were really interesting. So attractive. <laughs> she was in X-Men. She played yeah. Jean Grey in the, like, mm-hmm. the earlier X-Men movies. Uh, yeah, and this she's was in the... Clash of the Titans. In the flowy room. The flowy room. <laughs> the flowy oh, yeah, that other one. Yeah. Well, I personally like oh, Samantha. The Gretel in that. This. Yeah. This picture... This is when she gets oh, nasty. That was on the witches. This is on the witches where they like unfold no in the conference room. Yeah, they take yeah. their wigs off and, and their square shoes because witches have square feet. That's right, and because we were like, this came out when we were like kids. It creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> so what about? Okay, you said you like Samantha from Bewitched. Yeah, from Bewitched because I'm old and I used to watch that one. Like it was cute, and there was Eldora, her mother, and the interesting her mother had thing, blue eyeshadow, like a really thick eyebrows. Yeah. The the interesting thing about that is that here she was a witch and had all this power and she was trying to live as a human. But when things got tough, she'd use her witchcraft mm-hmm. and like, who wouldn't? I would. Yeah. And Even, she also does things to like do the dishes or to make dinner. There's actually a lot of psychological things that are really interesting about that show yeah. because also... Her husband is shown as powerless. Yeah, he's he, kind of shown as a pup. Yeah, like he doesn't. And so it's this idea that he doesn't leave her even though he knows all these things. So first it it shows witches. It's like it was one of those turning moments that's showing witches as pretty and blonde and beautiful. And there's this man who's okay with being with a powerful woman. Right. So like for the time period, 50s, 60s? 60s. 60s, yeah. 60s. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> 60s. Come on, Mom. And but then, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it was a big thing. And right. I don't think you can't be... Because supernatural storylines offer something that regular ones don't. And like, oh, but she's a witch. But what you're really saying is that she's more powerful. But you can't... It's, it's easier to tell things like that. And at the it. same time, I know she wasn't a witch, but she was a genie. Like, I dream of genie. Oh, and yeah, here it was. Thing. The mild mannered. I just, I just, I just did the Jimmy thing with head nodding, but yeah. you can't see it. Who but would it, it be? Was, oh, go ahead. But remember, she was. It was Larry Hagman, I think, that was the Air Force guy. That oh, was that name. he found. She found her. She was. He was her master. I'm a genie in the bottom. And he didn't Baby. want her to use her special come, powers. Come, he just come. wanted her to. I didn't be. realize how naughty that is coming out. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, I don't 
would it be for you, Megan? Yeah, who's Which? your? I want to say Maleficent, Angelina Jolie, the new Maleficent, or Sabrina. Have you seen the new Maleficent? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's not on the airplane. We watched it in my film class and we had so many conversations. What about you, Zeb? Have you seen Maleficent? I've seen it, yeah. What'd you think? That was all right. Did you Mm -hmm. see the second one? Mm -hmm. The second one's cool because like she meets other beings like herself. Dark Fae. So there's this whole thing in their fault. They're like big Maleficent people. Dark Fae. Dark Fae. Maleficent people. He's just like right here. But some of them have like (laughs) parrot wings. And it's really elaborate and it's like really gorgeous. So she can find others like herself. It was very cool. But like wings that are colored like a parrot's would be. They don't just have parrot wings and they're trying to fly around with their (laughs) normal human-sized bodies. That's true. Though that would be interesting. Hey, remember that um, Halloween one with Bette Midler and... Pocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are very likable witches. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. 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 Why'd you roll so your that, eyes? Because she just plays the dancing name. Oh, yeah. And Buffy. Willow? Willow is a witch. Yeah. Oh. In, in Buffy. I remember that. And then there was the old Sabrina, which was like, it's very campy. And I'm, I'm into the new Sabrina. <laughs> I'm curious what you would think about that. Zeb, have you seen that show? Yeah. What'd I you like think? It. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Maybe we should talk about that sometime, you and me. I'm That's curious. That's a good one. I, I, I watched all the new one. Yeah, yeah. what you, you think of the new season? It was good. I, I you'll get a lot of you'll get a lot of strong What's girl there? power moments in Motherland. Fort Salem. True. Yeah. But you can't think of a favorite witch? Mm. Me. What's, what's her so name that played in Charmed? Phoebe? Something Combs? Oh, yeah. She was like 20 years ago. Uh, you're thinking, show. okay, that's Alyssa Milano and you're getting it mixed with Holly Combs played. Holly Combs. Holly Combs. Well, if you want who played Phoebe, it's Alyssa. It's Holly Combs. Holly Combs played Piper. That's what I'm thinking about. You like yeah. Piper? I only watched a few episodes, but she was cool. Or Emma Watson, because she's. Oh, nice. that's so perfect. Yeah. Um, what she's is like it? smart too, so that's super Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. That's a really good answer. So you like Samantha, you like Hermione, I like Sabrina. I forget, did you say one? I don't know that I picked one. I liked the Hansel and Gretel witch hunters, witches. Those, oh, because they were gnarly. Were really, yeah, they were pretty Gross. interesting. Yeah. I thought it was a... a People ragged on that movie so much. A cool it, take on it. it. Corny, but I, liked I liked how corny it was. I it was like, yeah, a, why not? It was just yeah. funny. <laughs> why not? I was like, yeah. Sure, you have a crossbow in the 1400s. It's yeah. like automatic. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, crossbow yeah. that's just like. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Like, they weren't trying to make an Oscar winner in that yeah. one. They yeah. were having fun with it for sure. I did like, and I liked how it started with the Hansel and Gretel story. And it's one of those things where they do like a period piece, but yeah, they got a crossbow. They say the F word. Like frequently, yeah. and you're like, mm. that's what it <laughs> Do is. They talk like that. Oh, those are good answers. Oh, that's super cool. All right. Well, this was a good review. Thank you guys. Thanks, Zeb, for joining in at the end. Um, yeah. And stay sane during quarantine. Watch TV like me. <laughs> and thanks for joining me on my birthday. Um, I'll see you next time. Say bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for listening, my little strangelings. I hope you join us next time. Scare you later.